Welcome to the Holden Village Podcast. Holden is a community of education, programming, and worship located in the remote wilderness of the Cascade Mountains. These snapshots provide a glimpse into the learnings taking place in our community. Let's tune in to this week's highlight. I'm Elizabeth Austin, and I'm a poet and performer. This is actually my seventh time in the village. I came to Holden the very first time when I was Washington State's Poet Laureate from 2014 to 2016, and I was invited to be on the teaching staff for the women's retreat. So I arrived in February and immediately fell in love with Holden, and I have been coming back as often as I can. And what I would like to share with you today is a technique that I teach and use with healthcare providers, primarily at Seattle Children's Hospital, but also at other healthcare providers in the Seattle area, Neighbor Care, Virginia Mason, Kaiser Permanente. So what I'd like to do is tell you about this approach to reflective writing and then lead you through the activity. And my hope is that at the end of this podcast, you will try the prompt that I've given you. So I work primarily with the staff at the healthcare institutions where I work. And what I'm aiming to do is give them a tool to tend to their own hearts, to help them stay connected to the heart of care. So you can probably understand how for a healthcare provider, being able to compartmentalize, to kind of tuck aside their own emotional reaction to a situation is really important. And I would bet that that's true of lots and lots of people who are in any sort of service role. I'm thinking pastors, social workers, parents. And so what I'm interested in is how do we set up a structure so that those things that you've necessarily tucked away have a chance to be expressed and metabolized and integrated? What is a way to set up a controlled environment where we can turn our attention inward with a sense of kindly interest? I like to call it benevolent curiosity and say, so self, how are you? How are you really? And the way that I recommend doing this is to write longhand, whether that's cursive or printing, as you're comfortable. If you can do cursive, that's most effective. And you're going to write continuously. You're going to keep your hand moving the whole 10 minutes that you're writing. And I I like to use the timer on my phone to keep me honest about the 10 minutes. And what I'm doing is I'm responding to an open-ended prompt, and I'm going to give you that prompt. And as much as possible, I'm writing to discover what I feel and think in relation to that prompt. And I hope you notice that I said feel first, because that's really what we're after is letting emotion surface so that we can recognize it and metabolize it. And this is really, as I think I started to say, it's writing as a process of discovery, not a report. And that's a big difference from other kinds of writing that we do most of us day to day. So as much as you can summon a sense of interest in what comes up. There's a a wonderful physician named David Carney who says, it's difficult to be judging when you're curious. And so if you can approach this the way you might on your best day, approach a deep conversation with a friend where you're really willing to just hear what that friend needs to share with you. But we're just doing that on the page. And here's the other thing about it. I like to start with a couple of poems. So I'll read the poems. I'll read each one twice. We're not going to spend the prompt deciphering the poem or talking about what the poem means. The poem is really just a way to, to switch our attention to a more receptive, associative state of mind, a more feeling and body-based state. So 
I'm giving you the super thumbnail version of this, but I hope that's enough. Oh, another one other thing to say about the writing is it's just for you. So even when I do this in a group, nobody is required to share what they've written. And so hopefully that makes it easier to really be honest about whatever is coming up. And what I have found is that if I really am willing to just follow my pen, then there is a sense of release of moving the energy of something that's come up. So if you were with me in person, this is when I would say, do you have any questions? But I'm just going to have to hope that I was clear. I want to give you two of the poems that I used here at Holden this week and offer you the prompt that I used in my session on reflective writing. So two short poems, and I'm going to encourage you before I read the poems that you just settle in your chair and that you have some paper and pen handy so that you can go right from the poems and the prompt into writing. And as you listen to the poems, see if you can really just settle into your body, noticing the way your breath opens a space inside your chest with each inhalation and exhalation. And just letting your body soften as you absorb the poems. This first one is by the writer Joy Harjo, who, by the way, was just named the U.S. Poet Laureate. And her poem is titled, This Morning I Pray for My Enemies. And whom do I call my enemy? An enemy must be worthy of engagement. I turn in the direction of the sun and keep walking. It's the heart that asks the question, not my furious mind. The heart is the smaller cousin of the sun. It sees and knows everything. It hears the gnashing, even as it hears the blessing. The door to the mind should only open from the heart. An enemy who gets in risks the danger of becoming a friend. So I'll read it one more time. When a poem begins, we don't know what world we're in, so it's helpful to hear it again. This morning I pray for my enemies. And whom do I call my enemy? An enemy must be worthy of engagement. I turn in the direction of the sun and keep walking. It's the heart that asks the question, not my furious mind. The heart is the smaller cousin of the sun. It sees and knows everything. It hears the gnashing, even as it hears the blessing. The door to the mind should only open from the heart. An enemy who gets in risks the danger of becoming a friend. One more short poem. This one is by the writer Marie Howe, and it's called What I Did Wrong. Slapped the man's face, then slapped it again. Broke the plate, broke the glass, pushed the cat from the couch with my feet. Let the baby cry too long, then shook him. Let the man walk, let the girl down, wouldn't talk, then talked too long lied when there was no need, and stole what others had, and never told the secret that kept me apart from them. Years holding on to a rope that wasn't there, always sorry, righteous, and wrong. Who would follow that young woman down the narrow hallway? Who would call her name until she turns? 
what I did wrong. Slapped the man's face, then slapped it again. Broke the plate, broke the glass, pushed the cat from the couch with my feet. Let the baby cry too long, then shook him. Let the man walk, let the girl down. Wouldn't talk, then talked too long. Lied when there was no need and stole what others had and never told the secret that kept me apart from them. Years holding on to a rope that wasn't there, always sorry, righteous, and wrong. Who would follow that young woman down the narrow hallway? Who would call her name until she turns? So I'm going to actually offer you three prompts. The first one is arising from these two poems, and it's to ask yourself, again, with as much kindness and benevolent curiosity as you can, who or what needs to be forgiven? What would forgiveness make possible? So who or what needs to be forgiven? And what would forgiveness make possible? And you'll write continuously for 10 minutes. Use the timer on your phone. And before you're finished writing, Ask yourself, what else is also true? And write for another minute. So the second prompt, in case that one isn't calling to you, is if there's something else in these two poems that is speaking to you. Some, some line from the poem. By the way, you can find both of them with a Google search. The first one was, this morning I pray for my enemies. And the second one was, what I did wrong. The second prompt would involve choosing a line or a phrase from one of the poems, writing it out, and letting that be your prompt. And then the third prompt is that, my conversation about compartmentalization might have reminded you that there's something that you really do need to have a heart-to-heart -heart with yourself about. Please ignore my prompts and speak kindly with yourself about that. Okay, set your timer, write continuously for 10 months, 10 months, 10 minutes. <laughs> write continuously for 10 minutes. And before you're finished, ask yourself what else is also true. And be kind. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to view the links in the description for more information or visit our website to find out more about the village. We hope you will make a pilgrimage to Holden. Blessings and peace to you.